This podcast is sponsored by QRL Financial Services, a nationwide provider of residential mortgage lending services. The company's comprehensive suite of offerings includes mortgage fulfillment services, retail lending, wholesale lending, correspondent lending, and subservicing. Learn more at qrlfinancial.com. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. I'm Ron Jose, Senior Editor with CUNA and Credit Union Magazine. In this podcast, QRL Vice President of Business Development Tom Secor and Vice President Sales Manager James Abeglin describe how their company helps credit unions deliver an exceptional mortgage experience to their members. As Tom and James tell me in our discussion, QRL enables credit unions to maintain the front end of the mortgage relationship with their members. QRL, in turn, performs the time-consuming and expensive processing and fulfillment functions, easing personnel demands, as well as the compliance burden for their clients. James, Tom, thanks for joining us today. Can you both tell me a little bit about your backgrounds? Sure, this is Tom. I've been in the mortgage industry for almost two decades, beginning as a loan officer. I've cultivated a relationship with a few credit unions in my area that either didn't provide secondary market mortgage products or had some gaps in their product offerings that I could fill. So James and I saw the need for developing partnership options for credit unions where we could offer our services and compensate the credit union for it. I graduated to the role of business development manager for that mortgage company and successfully secured about 100 credit union partnerships over the years. And now I'm national vice president of business development for QRL Financial Services, performing the same duties on a national scale. James? Yeah, and kind of following in Tom's footsteps there, I've been in the mortgage industry for almost three decades. I also did start out as a loan officer. I still consider myself a loan officer because I still originate mortgages. I did move up in the mortgage industry with a few different companies, going from a loan officer to a branch manager to a district manager to a division manager, that kind of path. And I'm now a vice president, national sales manager for QRL. My function with the company is to work with our partners and our team to make sure that the member and the credit union have an excellent mortgage experience. So did you guys form QRL? We didn't form QRL. QRL has been a longstanding company. It actually started as part of the Kino Mutual Group. And then Kino Mutual decided to sell off the mortgage industry or a piece of the business. And then it became Greystone. After that, it became QR Lending. And then subsequent to that, it finally became QRL Financial Services, uh, which is the company that it's remained for about the last eight or nine years. How does QRL Financial Services help credit unions? That's a great question. I think I'm going to defer to Tom for that one. Thanks. Actually, we uh, we can help in many ways, Ron. We've got a wide variety of partnership options available. We have your traditional correspondent and wholesale options, and we've designed the mortgage solutions model. This is where QRL will provide the initial documents that the borrower needs to sign. We'll underwrite the file, produce the closing package, and also we perform the time-consuming, expensive, and risky processing functions. This provides risk protection and scalability to staffing and also to the mortgage department expenses. 
we can also provide fulfillment services for their portfolio loans as well. We will underwrite the file for them, and if they choose, we can perform the fulfillment duties, as I mentioned, in our mortgage solutions option. QRL provides the use of our loan origination system, so there's really no need for them to research and purchase an expensive one on their own. And we provide a dedicated loan coordinator and a team to work with the credit union to facilitate the loan process smoothly and efficiently. We also retain the servicing on all secondary market loans, which protects their members from being cross-sold. This is ultra-important for credit unions. We offer a full suite of conventional and government loan products, and their members won't need to go elsewhere to get these loans. And unfortunately, when they go elsewhere, sometimes so does their checking account and other valuable revenue sources for the credit union. I think our comprehensive training and our loan-level support, Ron, are second to none. Is there a particular size of credit union that you target? James, why don't you handle that one? Okay. We currently partner with hundreds of credit unions nationally, and with our wide variety of partnerships and fulfillment options, we can be a great option for almost any size credit union. For the smaller credit unions, we can virtually be their mortgage department, and for the larger ones, we can either fill in some of the gaps in their offering, or we can be a primary or secondary option for agency loans or even provide fulfillment for their portfolio loans. Tom and I have worked with credit unions the size of $10 million that are closed chartered, all the way up to credit unions that are billions of dollars in assets. So really a credit union of any size can benefit from working together with QRL. So you guys are working with credit unions and you're in the mortgage market every day. What are the biggest challenges with mortgages that credit unions are facing today? That's another really good question, Tom. I'm going to defer to you for that one. Well, I could tell you this, Ron, compliance and technology are always going to be a major challenge. But the biggest challenges that they will face, in my opinion, are staffing along with the expense and risk management. Every conference or credit union event I've attended recently, and even when we meet with credit unions, we hear their struggles with this. And their struggles are, how do I attract and hire a high-quality person? How do I compensate them? How can I retain them? Credit unions spend a lot of time and money vetting candidates for either a loan officer or processor position, and when they become trained, they're lured away to the highest bidder, and then the credit union has to start the whole process over again. It's really perpetual. How can credit unions balance the staff needed on an annual basis is another tough one. They need more employees when the market is hot, and what do they do with the employees when it slows down? This is where I see a trend going towards our mortgage solutions partnership option, where the credit union really doesn't need to worry about this as much. And they can still provide the products, offer the service levels, and the member fulfillment that they demand. They can use our resources for that, Ron. So you kind of fill that gap with the staff and you kind of help them out with that. We were actually at the uh, CUNA event down in New Orleans, and uh, one of the breakout sessions was a two and a half hour session, which was a mortgage round table. And I can tell you for an hour and a half of that two and a half hours run, that was the subject of conversation and angst by every credit union in that room. Every time they try to hire a good processor, every time they try to get a good loan officer, their competition down the street offers them a better deal and then away they go. For us having this mortgage solutions option, we can basically take that angst away from them. We can provide this as an outsource option for the credit union, but they can still be the front and the back end and the contact point for their members throughout the whole process. 
You also mentioned technology. How is technology affecting the mortgage market? Well, technology is a big thing right now. And actually, James works with that on a daily basis a little more than I do. So I think he'd be our best source for that, James. Yeah, and I would say it's extremely important to millennial buyers. And millennial buyers are projected to make up at least 50% of the purchase market in the foreseeable future. And they're the ones that are kind of demanding a lot of that power-facing technology, such as being able to apply um, with their smartphones. They want to be able to get real-time status updates. That kind of technology is what they're looking for. Having this type of technology is going to be critical for the credit unions to be able to capture this demographic market. It's also important to know, though, that face-to-face is still a critical part of that process. People still want to deal with people. At least that's what we're seeing. So having both included in the mortgage process is the key. And I would say that mortgage lending from 2020 and on is going to be focused on things like day one certainty and e-closings, et cetera. Both are designed to make the mortgage application process easier and faster while minimizing the risk exposure to the lender. I can tell you QRL is focused on these. We've already incorporated these into our business model. How important is it for credit unions to create a digital experience for their members? When it comes to the digital part of the experience, we're committed to building an end-to-end digital experience for the borrower, QRL is, and we're doing all the work to pick and vet the partners. That's going to allow us to be able to build that end-to-end digital solution. And then we can provide that experience down to our partners so they can use it and they don't have to do all of the hard work of building it or, or finding the vendors themselves. That's kind of the approach we're taking. The digital end-to-end platform is we're trying to get it built on our end so we can provide it to the partner. Are you also helping them on the face-to-face end? That really kind of comes down to POS, point-of-sale opportunities. So we're building and and partnering to have a robust POS uh, or point-of-sale option. And then we'll, again, mitigate that down or push that down to our partners. So if you will, it's almost like replicating it down, right, so that they can have access to those powerful tools and not have to figure out, who am I going to employ to do that? How are we going to build it? We've in part built that for them, and then they can just borrow or use ours, if you will. And then as we look at kind of this digital versus face-to-face, you both have a lot of experience in the mortgage lending market. How has the mortgage market evolved over the years? There have been many, many changes in regulations, compliance, loan documents, servicing of the loans, reporting requirements, et cetera, et cetera. Ronnie could go on for hours. The one thing that has stayed the same, though, and always will, is that people have a dream to own their own home, and most are going to need a mortgage to achieve that dream. Keeping up with changes is important, but I think the basic values and structure of doing the mortgages are always going to stay the same. Is compliance really altered the day-to-day environment for credit unions, the compliance burden? Ten years ago, very, very few credit unions had compliance departments. They had a so-called compliance person on staff that basically covered internal compliance issues. But with the mortgage change that happened in uh, 2008, 2009, I'm starting to see more and more credit unions, even the smaller size ones, develop a compliance department. Let's face it, Fannie and Freddie, their ultimate goal is to have pretty much a risk-free lending portfolio. We all know that's impossible. But what they try to do is push some of that risk back onto the originators. And by doing so, that's forcing originators like credit unions to have to develop robust compliance departments to mitigate that risk. 
And that's one of the things that we do at QRL when we partner with a credit union is we assist them in that. Are there any new or innovative products that financial institutions are implementing right now? We kind of already hit on one of them, which is the POS side of things. So there's kind of the front end of the transaction and the back end of the transaction. The back end of the transaction is what we would call e-closing. But I do want to talk a little bit more about the, the POS features, why everyone's gravitating towards building that or partnering with somebody who has it. And what it really is about is helping get an application back from a POS vendor in a condition where you can get the waiver from Fannie or Freddie or Ginny on income and assets. And, you know, why is that important? Because now the borrower doesn't have to provide pay stubs and W-2s and tax returns and bank statements. And on a pretty consistent basis, right, 50, 60, 70% of the time, if it's structured right and built correctly, you can get that waiver. So you can imagine that substantially reduces the amount of time it takes to get a transaction done. And also some of the frustration. I think um, some borrowers just feel frustrated because they have to go find all those things and and try to produce them and make them available. And then the backside of that is kind of this whole e-closing idea. And really what an e-closing is, it's just the ability to digitally sign all of your closing documents for a loan. And what happens there is the borrower is able to view all of those documents prior to the closing. And oftentimes they can ask questions and usually it's via like a chat feature. So when they're ready to go to the closing, um, or more likely when the closer would come to them, because in that instance, um, again, you can actually have a mobile notary um, go to them for their closing. It makes it go a lot quicker. They've already looked at everything. And then they're going to be presented with a way to digitally sign once. It's going to apply that signature to virtually all of their closing documents. It's going to indicate to them that there's a packages available for them that they can either print it or they can download it. I mean, you can imagine that process is also going to substantially reduce how long it takes to close a loan. And again, where QRL is, we're already providing those types of services to our partners. So we think it's important. We're headed in that direction. We've already made a lot of these things available. Now we're going to make them available down to our partner. What about the future? How do you see the next 12 to 18 months playing out for the mortgage market? We believe the interest rates will maintain a solid refinance market run. But focus should be on formulating a strategy to capture your share of the purchase money market. We also think that being able to provide all loan types, not only portfolio, but your secondary market conventional, government lending is big, and yes, even some construction lending products will position credit unions to compete in the open market for all types of borrowers. Looking for ways to have scalability to costs and staffing, well, you know, that's ultra important as well. Bottom line You know, with all these things to consider, and you heard us talk about a lot of different things today, but one word's come up quite a bit, and that's partnership or partners, and that's the way we like to look at it at QRL. I mean, let's face it, there's a lot of mortgage companies you can work with, but QRL Financial Services is a mortgage company you can partner with because we work with you to achieve your goals. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. This podcast was sponsored by QRL Financial Services, a nationwide provider of residential mortgage services. Learn more at qrlfinancial.com.